We are recording with my brother from Kosovo, Mr. Prince Blackosh, on Thursday, July 13th, 2023, at 5.08 p.m. Eastern Time. Prince and I have, we met in, I'll I'll let Prince tell the story. Prince and I met in summer 2014, working security for a crazy man I love named Angelo, and um, we've we've stayed in touch since then, and uh, Prince now lives in the United States and really is the embodiment of the American dream. And I know, I think you and I, I think we chatted like last year when we were going to do a show and I, I don't know, I screwed up or something, but now we kind of, we finally have it together and Prince and I are going to do a lot of shows. But, um, for anyone that listens to this show knows that there are kind of two stories I, I often fall back on and it's my, my buddy Prince, yours truly, and my buddy Ivan, who I met three years prior, pretty much across the street at Secrets in Ocean City, Maryland. Yeah. And, um. <laughs> I, I know both of y'all. I remember you guys coming here and, you know, working these minimum wage jobs, working insane hours. And you guys would have your, your English is perfect now. Very like broken English when I met you guys and, you know, trying to get a green card. And then, you know, years later getting citizenship and just seeing how and I, and I used to I mean, I remember telling my parents I'd go home and I'd be like, I don't think I ever realized how good we have it in the United States. And I've always cherished my experiences and friendships with you and Ivan because it makes me realize just how fucking great I have it in this world and in this country. And, but instead of hearing me say that, I want people to hear directly from you. So for anyone that listens to this show, they always hear me talking about my buddy Prince. Well, here is my buddy Prince. So Prince, introduce yourself and then take it in any direction you want to. What's up, everyone? Very nice to meet you all. And my name is Prince. My last name is Blokaj. I'm from Kosovo. I'm 30 years old and I was born in 1993. So it was a very hard time about uh, it was a very hard time in Kosovo when I was born. Uh, I will thank my buddy Tommy for inviting me in this podcast. And I will thank every viewer that takes the time to 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 watch us. And I'm so grateful to be able to be here. And I'm very grateful that I can share part of my life or part of my life story with you guys. Again, I'm going to say sorry in, in the beginning for my English. Oh, it's shut not the up. Perfect it's, per- one. it's perfect. I, I, it's perfect. <laughs> it's wonderful. And it's beautiful, Prince. And another thing is, it's my first time ever being recorded or being in the camera. It's sure. my first podcast. So please understand me if I get a little bit. Little bit emotional. Yeah, Sorry, you're good, you're good man. It, it, right. You're good. With my buddy Tom, I met in in 2014 in Ocean City, Maryland. I was doing a work and travel program, and I think Tom Tom was a blessing that I met because he teased me a lot about life, and he and all his family like took care of me and they fed me and they gave me clothes they gave me i still have some running shoes tom gave me like nine years ago so you know during that time i really needed someone to take care of me like not to take care of me but you know just to to be there and tom and his family was there so i'm so glad tom is doing good that time because that uh, i'm so glad that tom is doing good now because that time he just came from uh from uh bad things that happened yeah. to his family for, and for, for everyone that's listening i met prince about three months after my brother took his life and i i mentioned my brother's yes. suicide all the time on the show yeah but i met prince i mean probably less than 100 mm. days later so i met prince right at the beginning of yes. really the worst time of my life 
Yes, and for me, that was showing me that how much courage you have to have, how strong you have to be, and and you don't need very much just to be a good person to overcome everything else. Like the same thing with his father, the same thing with his mother. That is amazing. I love Trish, and uh, and that time they had a little, small little dog with all like Oscar. And I remember the, the Oscar Bravo. And Patrick, Patrick, my buddy Patrick, that I love a lot. And yeah, I don't know. Tom is a blessing for me, and his family is a blessing for me. So I never forget them. We love you too, Prince. And as I was telling Prince before, <laughs> I told my mom last night, I was like, I'm having our Prince tomorrow. And I could hear my dad tell Prince we say hi. <laughs> we love you too, man. We it, it is it's the the blessing is two ways, man. I mean, you know, uh, it's for you. I mean, I always tell this story. It's like I remember. Yeah, I'd, I'd give you some of like my lunch that my mom would pack, and to me it was just, it was just whatever. It was just yeah, I got some extra food, and I remember you would yeah. hug me. And you'd be you'd say you'd be like, "You are my brother," and to me, that meant the world to me because you know I'm complaining, I'm working at a minimum wage job, this is gay, and here I have Prince fucking giving me a bear hug because I gave him half of a sandwich, and you really made me grateful in a way that I had never been grateful before. And so, I mean, the blessing really is two ways, man. Beautiful, beautiful. I'm so glad, I'm so glad you say that, and I'm so happy you say that, because I haven't haven't seen you in nine years, bro. I know, man. So it's, I know. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's a long time. It's a long time. Hell yeah. It's a long time. Um, yeah. So let's get into the, because the, the, I know that's, you know, that's where, I mean, primarily you and Ivan are the two guys to stay in touch with, but I mean, I met a ton of guys that summer. Um, Christo and and uh and and I, I remember meeting him and and all, all these guys they did kind of bulgaria kosovo kind of that same general if you will yeah. region what so South, what is work, Eastern Europe. Yeah, so what so it's just it's a work program to come over here yeah uh, that program it calls uh, uh it calls a work and travel program so students get to uh, are able to come to america work in the same time and also travel around America, and that's what I did in 2014. But that was another thing that when I came in, I fell in love with America, and I had to come back. So I went back in Kosovo. I lived there. I finished school. I'm a, I used to be a physical therapist back in Kosovo, and I finished school. I used to be involved in sports, and that's because of Tommy, because he got, he got me the shoes, the blue Nikes. And uh, I was involved in, in basketball. I used to be a physical therapist for the Kosovo basketball team. And I used to work with some American companies. And we used to do a lot of things all over Texas. And we used to de- do a lot of things all over Balkans with basketball, with physical therapy, with treatment of the players, with preconditioning, with uh, preconditioning the players to, to, to not get injured. And I don't know if, I am, if I'm saying it in the right words, but no, still, yeah. who understands it, understands it. And yeah, that's all. And, and, um, that's how I fell in love with America. I came here, enjoyed enjoyed America, stayed here for four months, and then went, went back. I just needed that much to to meet Tommy, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, a match made in heaven. <laughs> and and it, it's what stuck out with you and, you know, a couple of years prior with Ivan. And it's really what it used to drive me when I was in college and I was studying to get into medical school. I'd always think about you and Ivan. 
and I would think, you know, we would work a whatever, a 12 hour shift. And then I would finish and be like, I'm going to go home now. And you guys would change shirts and go to another job. And I would go, oh, man, I'm so sorry for you motherfuckers. And you guys would be like, it's an opportunity. And it was really, you know, you always hear it, be grateful for what you have, but actually meeting, you know, guys my age and I could relate to when we were friends and, you know, we're, you know, we're yelling at girls and, you know, you know, fighting, fighting drunk kids. And, and that would always stick with me that it's an opportunity. It's not a burden is it's an opportunity. And you guys would always say things just like, you know, like just how great America is. And, yeah, and, sure. and it's, and it, it always, and it, it's, I mean, it's, you know, why I, I, I have no shame, you know, keeping an American, oh, you, you're, you're a nationalist. Yeah, you, you're goddamn right I am because, and you I have always to bring be. it up because I know guys like Prince and Ivan and they made me realize just how fucking lucky I am to live in this place. Uh, you have to be a nationalist or you have to be a patriot saying it with a better way. Like you have to love your country. I love my country, Kosovo and Albania a lot, like, but I have the opportunity to love my country, Kosovo, because of America. Whoever doesn't know the story of Kosovo, I gonna tell you the story of Kosovo in bright words right now. So Kosovo, it's a small country in Southeastern Europe in the Balkans over there used to be ex-Yugoslavia and where 95% of the people in Kosovo they, they, that they live in Kosovo, they are Albanians. So we, Albania and Kosovo used to be one land, but we because of the wars, because of the Turkish Empire, because of the Serbs, because of the Germans, like the, the whole country got split. So you have more Albanians living outside Albania that they live inside Albania. So you have Kosovars, the Kosovars of Albanian Kosovars that they live in their own country. You have Albanians that live in Macedonia. You have Albanians that live in Montenegro. And you have Albanians that live in Greece and they live uh, they live in Serbia. And you also have like more than a million Albanians that live in the United States. That, but in the United States and in, in the diaspora in general. So... Kosovo used to be repressed for 100 years from the Serbs, from the Serbish Empire. What happened during the 80s and during the 90s? A dictator called Slobodan Milosevic came in and wanted to, to kill everyone. He started to, to beat everyone up. He started to close schools. He started to do an ethnic, ethnic cleansing. So he he started, he wanted to put everybody out of Kosovo because he wanted to have a Yugoslavia or, or a greater Serbia, a big Serbia. And that's how the war started. Like we tried to, to have like diplomatic, diplomatic relations. Like we tried, we tried to talk to them. We tried to, to solve this problem in diplomatic way by talking, by, by doing negotiations and everything, but it didn't work with them. Like we was, we tried to hold, we tried to have our own parties. They didn't let us have our own political parties. So, uh, Milosevic became a true dictator. Uh, he, he became a, a, a far right dictator that 
was very going going very close to Hitler. He did the he did the massacres. He did massacres in Bosnia. He did a war with Croatia. He did a war with Slovenia. Everybody had a problem with that guy. And after a while, we started to fight ourselves, and then we we created the army called the KLA in English. And we started fighting Milosevic, but that army didn't have any any weapons. We didn't have anything, and they, that army was built from few thousand people. What happened? Milosevic started to uh, to do massacres, like the Rechak massacre. They, they, he started to do another massacres all over Kosovo, and he started to push people outside Kosovo. And to, I don't know how to say it in English, but to get them out of Kosovo and get them to other states, like uh, the whole Kosovo became refugees. Okay. But what we was blessed in one thing, we had some friends in the American Congress and in the American, in the American um, House of Representatives or wherever. I don't know how you call this. Yeah, and you got it. We had some friends, like he, one of our great great friends was bob dole if you ever heard about mm -hmm. him bob dole he passed away a couple years ago i think two, two, two three years ago he was one of the guys or or bush or bush the old bush he started to talk about kosovo and bob dole came and visited kosovo in 1991 and showed showed the world what's happening in Kosovo, and no, no, Kosovo, the Kosovo situation started to become international. And in the same time, we was fighting the war ourselves in in the ground. And then in '99, we had the first intervention of NATO in Kosovo that they bombed the shit out of Serbia, and 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 made. Slobodan Milosevic retreat from Kosovo and freed Kosovo. So this is why in Kosovo you have Kosovo, this is why in Kosovo you have people that love America. It's not just love to say it, I love America. You know, like you can hear American here or somebody else say it, sure. love America. But in Kosovo it's like deep, deep feelings about America. In Kosovo you have like a statue of Bill Clinton, you have a statue of Meldrin Albright, you have a statue of, of George Bush, you have you have statues of all these guys that did something about Kosovo. Like mm -hmm. you like you have so much appreciation in Kosovo about America that that it's it's I don't know I don't know I cannot find the words to describe it. But this because America helped us, they brought in the Air Force, they People like Tommy or you guys that are listening, they spend it your tax money. But they spend it your tax money that somebody like me be alive today. Or my father that used to be a journalist. Like my father before ninety nine never was free. So he 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 turned forty and he never had the feeling of freedom in his life. Do you imagine what it is? I I, I don't I don't understand like I don't know how to explain this. Like, do you imagine what it is to be repressed for 40 years? 40 years to not be able to say the things you want to say. 40 years to not be able to listen to things you want to listen. And we got this freedom. We got 
the opportunity to be a democratic country because of America. So, so this is America for whoever doesn't understand it, that is, is non-American. He said, Hey, what is he talking about? It is because I live free today. My family live free. They live free today. My friends live free because of America, because of the intervention of the Air Force in Kosovo. So, yeah, this is the war port of Kosovo, and this is why we love America. Uh, I'm, I'm trying. I'm, my eyes are getting watery right now. I've only ever cried on this podcast once, and uh, that, was, <laughs> that was episode 82. We we're talking about my brother. It's been almost 1,200 episodes, so I don't know if I will. Um <laughs> Well, let's challenge. Let's challenge my own beliefs, right? I've gone back and forth. I've I've interviewed um, refugees from Ukraine, and you know, on 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 one hand, I'm I'm very open. Where I, you know, part of me goes, I feel like this is a a military industrial complex cash grab. But then, I talk to someone like you, and my love and respect for you. How can I now? how can I sit here and earnestly say that we, and anyone that watched this podcast knows I've, I've been very open. I, I, I feel like we, should. I know, I know I've been yeah. hearing you. I, I know like your beliefs on the I war. I feel like yeah. we shouldn't, but then, but then I, you know, I've talked to my, I've talked to a guy named Igor from Ukraine and another guy, um, Alex. And now I'm talking to you and you know, it's a humbling moment where it's like, am I, am I going to really sit here from, you know, your father didn't experience it for 40 years. I've known nothing but freedom for 32 years. And you know, loving family, nothing but opportunity. Yes. I I have the I have the luxury of getting into medical school and then saying, no, nah, I don't want to do that. And now I have to sit here and look you in the eyes and try to tell you that we shouldn't fund Ukraine. And I fucking can't. I, like, I can't, no, I can't but, look you in the no, eyes no, and say in, that. I understand. No, I understand. But I think you have the right to challenge your views sure. how, how the government sure. government spends their money like it's your right this is sure. freedom this is this is democracy this is why we you have the right to be able to talk about this and i want to listen to you i always listen to you i don't always agree with sure. the with the beliefs you have i know the, your opinions on the war in ukraine i know the opinions about the for, uh, right 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 media mm -hmm. or left media or whatever but still we have to be able to listen to each other this is what america stands for this is what freedom stands for to be able to challenge these opinions like to challenge the war why why they miscalculated the, the expenses for the for the for the weapons why it has to happen something like that you know i'm completely agree with you and the fact that you want to challenge that, okay. And I would do it the same way. So you don't have to, you don't have to stop not believing because you see me. I'm gonna tell my part of the story. Yeah, the part that not a lot of people in America know about, because I believe that that um, they see they see other people, for example, in the Middle East, where they don't think the right way about America. Or you see people in Asia where they don't think the uh, right thing about America. Or they, 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 they say uh, America is imperialist or whatever the, the communist, communist countries say. But still, 
do America has problems? Yes, it does a lot of. Yeah. But is it the greatest country in the world? Hundred percent is not enough. <laughs> you know, like thousand percent, million percent is the country, the greatest country in the world. Do I listen? For me, for example, I hear people talking about politics a lot. Sure. Somebody's with Trump, somebody's with Biden, somebody's sure. with that, somebody. You know that I love a president. I love the American president, whoever it is. I don't care, bro, who it is. I just want the president to be American. Yeah. That's a whole story about me because I believe one thing. I believe and I believe very strongly and I, I do debates about this. If America loses the democracy, like if America cannot be democratic anymore, the whole world is not going to be democratic. Yeah. America keeps the democracy in the world. It's the keeper of democracy, like However they do it, however they do it, they keep democracy in the world. Otherwise, every country would have a dictator, would have a communist party, would have something like that, like Putin, like Xi Jinping or whoever it is, or Kim Jong-un or the, uh, Erdogan or, or Obran or whoever it is. You understand what I'm trying to say? This is my belief. So this is why I trust America a lot. And this is why I believe in America a lot. Um. To, to comment on what you said, you know, a brilliant is, you know, no, you, you know, you have a right to challenge your government. You have a right to challenge where the money's going. And, and you said, you know, and, and don't, don't change it just because I'm, I'm sitting here with you, Tommy. But the thing is, is, well, I, I have to, you know, I interview, I've almost done 1300 episodes. I, I, my views often change because of the people I get to talk to face to face, it's not a book, it's not something on TV, it's someone telling me their story. And it, it does change, and it's 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 you're you're not a variable I can just brush aside. It's you're something I have to look at and go, like Jesus Christ, this is real. You're a real person, and does that mean we should we should stop questioning? Never. We should question every. We should question our involvement in, in Kosovo, right? Everything, Vietnam, Germany, whatever. Because that, that, that is that is the talk about of, it. Yeah, that is the correct talk about it, but it does, you know, and I'm I'm sure most of my 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 right wing fans on Rumble won't like it, but it does give me pause to say how can I, how can I cherish my friendship and and wisdom I've learned from Prince, and then in the same day, talk about how we shouldn't, you know, are are people making money off Ukraine? Of course, does that mean that there isn't a Prince, and that there isn't a Prince's dad? And yeah, man, that it's a. I, I, you know, I have to admit some humility. It's. No, no, no! I don't want you to feel humiliated. No, 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 like, no, 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 please, Prince! Like, I, I, this no, is, this is my favorite part of the podcast is when I right. feel humility. Trust me, Prince. If I didn't like what you're doing, I'd kick you off the fucking show. I'd delete your number. <laughs> Fuck off, Prince. I'll, I'll, Prince is about two feet taller than me, but I'll I'll find you. I'll come kick your ass. I'll take those fucking sneakers back, Prince. Don't think I'm getting oh, soft yeah. on you, motherfucker. I'll beat the shit out of you. Me and Angela will come find you. Um, no, Angela's Albanian, so don't try to beat. No, actually, no. Angela will probably take your side. Angela and Elio will take yours. I'll get my ass stomped right out in front of. You got some guys in secrets over there. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll I'll get my ass kicked by some Eastern Europeans, but. But yeah. <laughs> no, man, it does. It does. It's no, no. I'm just speaking. I'm not saying this because I'm speaking aloud. Is it brings yeah. humility 
and I have to, for me personally, it's a growing experience to admit humility on the podcast. We've all been wrong before and no, no one yeah. wants to admit it. For me, yeah. there's something about doing it on a podcast where I know it's recorded and I know people are looking at it and it forces me to really own up to the humility. And I think it makes me a better person. So it's, this is also a personal growth thing for me when I have to admit that I'm fucking wrong. So I'm not doing it because of you, Prince. I'll kick your ass. It's, okay. it, it, it's, it's, it's bigger. Okay. Um, but let's, let, let's, let's, let's pivot from there. And, um, let's just go back to, so you come over, you work in 2014, you go back. What, what had that road? So we'll just call it fall 2014, 2015. What, what road brought you to where we are now? Yeah, uh, when I went back, like I went back with a lot of experience with a better English after four months and like I, well, I had the opportunity to, to meet a lot of people and to get a lot of experiences around America and I was able to buy books and I was able to buy a lot of nice things and that helped me out because I still wasn't graduated so I started, I started to take school very serious and I started like to to learn to learn a lot and to read a lot and I started to read in English because I learned it English before before I came here I didn't know very much English so America helped me in general to become a better person first like a better person because I I understood that you know like you have people like your family or other families I meet over here and they just help me out um, they just didn't know me or anything, but uh, they just wanted to do that. They just was good people, you know. Another thing, I became a better student because I told you because of my English, and that helped me. That helped me to to be a good physical therapist after a while, because I made the difference with the in American literature in, in, in physical therapy, the studies they did here and, you know, everything was updated, everything was nice. So I became a pretty good physical therapist. I think, I, I think about that. I think like that about myself. So, so I started, I started to work for, for a, a clinic back in Pristina in capital of, of Kosovo. And then my paths crossed with Amer another American. And a great guy. His name is Chris Dial. Uh, I haven't speak with him in a in, in couple years, but I always own him and always remember him as one of the guys that got me into basketball because he was a basketball coach from San Antonio, Texas, in, uh, in Kosovo. So he was working for the Basketball Federation as a youth trainer. And he was doing like U14, U16, U18, whatever, all the youth. Yeah. And he had a big program in his his um, his company called the the basketball the basketball embassy. You everybody should look it up. That guy's great. And um, and um, yeah, he got me into basketball, and from basketball, I got the opportunity to, to travel all over the world if you want to say it like this because i got the opportunity to go in countries that i usually wouldn't go like hungary why i would go to hungary or or go to to gilbertar go to places like this that you don't get the opportunity and then traveling it opens you up i think it it, it teaches you a lot of things it teaches you different cultures and you understand that you understand that you know 
how important it is to be able to travel because during that time we uh, Kosovo didn't have the visa liberalization so we couldn't move outside Kosovo like we had to get a visa for everywhere we wanted to go and and yeah and this is how this American guy called Chris Dial thank you Chris forever your if you ever see this <laughs> and uh, help me out uh, help me out a lot but in the same time i opened my own clinic in 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 uh, in kosovo with a friend i think you met him his name is fatlin i, I don't so. know if you remember him yeah i think you met fatlin and i opened up a physical therapy clinic with him and then we was doing that i was doing a lot of private work i was doing a lot of basketball and and then i had the opportunity to, to go to Our Lady of the Lake University in San Antonio, Texas, to be able to work with their basketball teams. And we had uh, the basketball embassy organized a camp up here. So that was my opportunity to, to go and work with Americans, like in my field in physical therapy. And I learned a lot of, from that. I learned and in the same time i got a lot of books that i i i had to i i had the opportunity to bring home so that helped me and um, after that after that we continued working and that's it then i met my girlfriend uh, the girlfriend that time albina and we was planning to come to america we found uh, we had the opportunity to come to america because i was working a little bit with the embassy a little bit too and then we we got the opportunity to come here. We made the decision that we're going to move to America, me and Albina. When we moved to America, we went to Lake Tahoe, California. We lived there like for six months. That was amazing. Like yeah. Lake Tahoe, whoever know whoever doesn't know Lake Tahoe, Beautiful. it's amazing place in Sierra Nevada over here with the border with uh, Nevada and California, Northern California, close to Reno or between Reno and Sacramento over there. What's amazing, amazing. Probably one of my favorite places in the world after Ocean City. But... <laughs> <laughs> and we lived there for six months, but after six months, we started to get bored because summer was nice, but winter coming in, it gets a lot of snow and I'm not really a big fan of snow in general. <laughs> and yeah, we got me and Albina. My wife's name is Albina, by the way. And me and Albina moved to New York because in New York, it's the biggest Albanian community here in the Bronx. Okay. It's like, if you don't know Albanian in the Bronx, you get lost. <laughs> <laughs> and we came here because we had some family here. In the same time, we had a lot of... Um, a lot of friends and you have Albanian food because wherever you go, you miss your food, you know, your kind of mm -hmm. food. So we decided to come here. My well, Albina is a hairdresser and makeup artist. So she started working with a lady called Albona and Valentin. That guys was amazing because they helped us out with the car. They did like in our life, it was very, very fortunate. I, fortunate. Do, do I say it right? Fortunate, fortunate yeah. to 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 meet to meet people like this. So they helped us a lot in our journey. And I started to work in restaurant business. What I loved, 
I love to be a waiter. I love to talk to people. I love to tell my story. I love to tell my my Albanian my heritage story, and I just liked it a lot. So yeah, I worked a lot in restaurant. Used to be used to manage the steakhouse, and yeah, that was one of the great things I I, I used to do. I used to like and to to like doing. After a while, like I wanted, I wanted to make more money, and I went to a transportation business. So, I started driving truck myself. After a while, and then I bought a couple of trucks and started to hire drivers and everything. And that's what we correctly do. We have a transportation business. We transport things all over America, starting from the Apple iPhones to watermelons from Florida or from Texas. So. So that's what correctly do. I have a I have a very ambitious business plan about the restaurant. Thinking about that, we're gonna do something or here or in Texas because I think Texas it's a, 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 a nice state for business. Mm-hmm. No, it's a very nice state for business, and I think it's a state that started booming and it's gonna continue boom booming for a while. So, you know, to get the upper hand over there, but we're planning to do a lot of things like, and yeah, that, that's what's happening so far. Prince, you're, you haven't stopped climbing since I met you. I mean, I mean, obviously no, most noticeable is your English is, is perfect. And I mean, but just the amount of work, man, is just, it's inspiring. It's, it's what, it's what makes me work my fucking ass off is you didn't just get here and go, I made it to America. Now you're like, now we're going to start delivering, buying trucks. We're going to move. We're going to, I mean, you really are. I mean, dude, you're, you're, you're more American than most Americans. And to me, it's just, it's, it's, it's genuinely inspiring, man. Thank you for saying that. But I still believe the Americans are the hardest working people in the planet because, because, you know, like, no, hardest working. We have the Mexicans, they do more hours. Sure. But I feel the Americans are the most hard, no offense to anyone, please, but the Americans are the most hardest working, intelligent people in the planet. Like, can can I rephrase it like this? Like, Americans, like, I go in the Midwest over there and I feel the Midwest of America is the heart of America. That's where the patriots came, uh, patriots come from. I feel that's where the people the, that love America come from. No offense, everywhere there are patriots. Like, they just might, might, you know. But still, like, I feel and I see that guy hus- uh, that guy's hustling every day. And Americans are hustlers. Hustlers. They, they work. They pay their taxes and they make this country great. This country, it's great and it's been always great. Like, please don't forget this. Like, it is a great country. And, and yeah, like, America gives opportunity to do everything. But I think, I think one thing I have more than everybody else that I overwork everyone. In everything I do, I overwork everyone, and this is, I think, one of the the reasons of success in America. Hmm. You have to overwork everyone else, every competition. You gotta outwork them all. So, you gotta just dial yeah, it up. Yeah, outwork. Like you, if they work eight hours, you're gonna work sixteen. Otherwise, yeah. like that's how that's how you claim your your, your it success. Is. It so is like 
It is. It's it, and it, it it's it's how I operate in everything I do. Everyone always asks me, "How come you don't just do one episode a day?" I'm like, "Because other people do one episode a day, so I'm gonna fucking do three. I mean, you have to, three. you have to take it and go. What is my what is my avenue for for success? Right. So it's like Prince. Prince, how tall are you? You're like seven feet tall. What, how tall are you? I'm six four. Six four. It's basically seven feet. Right. If I try to play Prince in basketball, Prince is going to kick my ass. What I can do is I can go, all right, I'm not going to grow anymore. What I can do is, okay, I can lift weights. I can practice sprints. I can practice dribbling. I can. These are the avenues in which I'll beat Prince. I'll never be taller than Prince. I'm never going to get rebounds that he I'm never going to out rebound him. What I can do is I can find other avenues and I can excel in those. And it's going to require a lot of work. And that's that's always been my M.O. for work is I'm not the smartest person. But if I want to get into medical school, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to study twice as long as everyone else. And that is and we, we overlook that a lot. We just say, yeah, just work harder. Well, in a lot of places, you don't even have the opportunity to do that. You don't have the freedom to say, I'm going to go pursue something and work harder. I'm going to just dial and it up this to is, 11. This is, this is the communist countries. Yes. This is China. This is Russia. This is, we want to say, no. We cannot say India, but still Iraq or sure. Afghanistan or places like this. That this is we we sometimes we look at hey China is overcoming us blah 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 blah. You know I hear all these conversations, but China is not example to look at. Hmm. It's not an example to look at. Trust me, trust me. I think all the presidents and even the correct president are doing a great job in China. The one stopped trading with them. The other one correctly is surrounding them, like they built military mm-hmm. bases all over, all over the Indo-Pacific uh, Ocean over there, like in Indo-Pacific Ocean. Like mm-hmm. China is effed. China is effed. Very sorry, whoever doesn't agree with me, but this is America, strongest nation on the world, bro. And and it's it's it's. So I want to kind of maybe come to like another point and yeah, you know, I'm lucky in that I, I, I have, I've met you and right. And I know, and I know Ivan and I've, I've always been a hard worker, but when I meet you guys, I feel even more uh, confident in my convictions when guys like yep. you, right. You come to the United States, it makes you, and I don't want to put words in your mouth so you can disagree with me if you want. But when you get here and you realize how great it is the next step is well one you want to work hard and succeed in it right but i imagine the step after that would be and you want to make sure nothing bad ever comes to it you want to work to defend this place is that accurate that you yeah. you want this place to persist 100 percent. like like if you hear every immigrant in this country, like uh, I'm talking mostly about the Albanian immigrants, so that guys I know more. Like everybody loves this country. Everybody is, is appreciates this country, and everybody everybody wants to work hardest as it can to 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 be integrated in this country, to become American, to become a true American, like the second or third generation all become Americans, like they're not Albanians, like, yeah, no, they keep the Albanian heritage, like, they keep the traditions and everything, but they become American. We, we do, like, 
Albanian immigrants don't come to challenge America, to make America different. We come America because become in America because it is America. You know, like we don't try to challenge America to to get America to be socialist. Like because if I wanted to live in a socialist country, in a good way, socialist country, please understand me. I would go to Sweden, to Norway. You know, like you have the places like that. You book, you have uh, two thousand dollars a month wage, but you have free health care, you have free schools, blah blah blah, whatever. Like this is the part of the immigration that you choose where you want to go or you you decide where you want to go so if i want something like that i go to sweden but i wanted capitalism i wanted to be to 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 raise with everyone i don't know i it's not the right word it's not coming in my mind but Com- to raise with everyone to, to compete compete yes i i want to compete with everyone i because competition makes me better like you know like and this what makes this what makes this what makes the whole competition thing makes the whole country like this you know Mm, and you know there are some beliefs that that you have in america that you cannot find beliefs i don't know if the right words is beliefs but you have some things that you cannot you can find only in america and this is to be competitive to to be able to work hard to be able to to live freely to be able to do whatever you like inside the country and yeah just to be and and americans are not racist towards like in general they're not racist you know like sure. you don't have I, I don't feel racism myself probably i don't know like i just can talk about myself but sure. every opportunity i wanted to do like i was able to do it and nobody nobody told me anything that i have a broken english or or i i come from somewhere else and you, i cannot do it so you know like you don't find this in europe you, you don't find this if you move to europe or even if you move to anywhere else besides australia i think australia is a little america mm-hmm. with beliefs yeah and it's <clears throat> it's it's that you know and i think that i forget who it's by it might be thomas edison it might be carnegie i don't remember but there's a great quote and it's um most people miss out on opportunity because it's disguised as hard work and we look at things and mm-hmm. we go oh that's a lot of work i'm not going to do it but and this is what I think always drives me to work hard. So, like, I go to the gym in the morning because, to me, I make the gym very difficult. So the rest of the day is easy because I, I got yeah. the hard part. Doing podcasts, that's yeah. fine, man. Answering emails, that's fine. At least I'm not doing push-ups. I'm out of breath. I'm <laughs> right? So it makes the rest of the day easy. So, But to me, I've always looked at you and Ivan as sort of my workouts in that you guys make it very clear how grateful we are to simply have the opportunity to work hard. Once you get the opportunity, then you just got to work hard. That's the easy part. But for people like myself that grew up here and have never known anything but America, we take opportunity as a given. And thus we look Granted. at working hard as we go, well, I don't want to work hard. Versus you and I even get here and you go, I only have to work 18 hours a day? You're like, fuck yeah. And to me, I'm like, oh, Oh, I have it. But, 
That's called immigrant mentality too. Yes, yes, but that but that, that, that is America though. That's yeah. the very thing. Yeah, is yeah, the, yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. separate from America. That is the core yeah. of America. Is the immigrant core. mentality. Is the motherfuckers mm. like y'all that yeah. come here and work. Not. I used to see Prince. We'd work twelve hours. I'd go home. I'd come back and see Prince the next day, and he'd be changing out of another work shirt, and he hadn't gone to bed yet. Yeah. And and I I remember one time, man. I remember one time you were standing there. We were on the boardwalk, and you were kind of like. You're kind of like swaying back and forth and you're like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. And I was like, all right, man. I kind of like kept an eye on you. And finally me and Elio were like looking at each other. I was like, yo, is Prince all right? (laughs) And Elio and I, we fucking talked about this like two years ago. And you you looked and you're like, I haven't eaten in so long. And I was like, fuck. So I was like, Elio, go get him some pizza. And he came back with like two (laughs) slices of pizza. And I just remember you took a bite of it. And you like grabbed Elio and I both put your hand on your shoulders and you were like, I love you. I love you. And Elio and I (laughs) I were like, yo, we were like, yo, what the fuck? And you were like, but even that was just like, you had worked so hard. Your body was shutting down and you were like, I "I will never forget this pizza. And I was like, Prince, it was like two bucks. Don't worry about it. You were like, I will repay you my brother. And I was like, dude, but that, but that like, that is the immigrant mentality, man. Yeah. No, but uh, still, it's not good to 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 say uh, not uh, to not eat. You know, don't forget. No, no, don't forget to eat. No, no, that's bad. Yeah, no, yeah, you should eat. Don't that forget was... to eat. That, that's a bad thing. Yeah, like, if immigrants should eat, please, please. Yeah, even immigrant mentality, you still need food. Yeah, <laughs> you still need food. But the other thing, like, I didn't have the time to go because but you remember other, the yeah. pizza shop, the pizza shop you used to get the pizza. Yeah, the, what was it? P- pizza, pizza boy, pizza boy, pizza boy. Pizza boy yeah. Pizza boy. I go visit him every year. I go to Ocean City. Yeah, I go every year by. Ocean City, by the way. Yeah, I don't miss a year. Yeah, yeah, pizza. And yeah, they got the white pizza. Yeah, yeah. I, I go, I go visit that guy. That guy's from New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, think, I forget his name. No, I saw him like two years ago. I worked for Angelo in twenty eighteen. That was like five years ago. Shit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking pizza and I boy. went. I, 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 that guy. I had everything free in that shop. Like that guy was amazing. That guy I was had incredible. Everything. Rob, is it Rob? Everything. Rob. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah. Yes. That guy. That guy. I love him. Told me come eat whenever you like. Everything is free for you. Like I used to eat lunch and dinner there, like for free. Yeah. And that guy made it made it possible for me. Or if I wanted to go, I had a friend, and I still his name is Mike. He owns the 45th Street uh, rentals, like the kayak and paddle yeah, boards yeah. in Ocean City, 45th Street, close to Secret. That guy gave me always food he gave me drinks and he let me use whatever paddle boards or kayaks i wanted the same time in secrets i never had to pee like uh, i never had uh, did i say pee i'm so sorry what? <laughs> i never ha- had to pay like in secrets to oh, go yeah. in or i never had to pay for drinks in secrets because every bartender was taking care of me so the whole ocean city i became a local that hmm. summer and it, it's... i want I think, yeah. I think though is is, <coughs> you know, you're 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 taught you're saying how you you know you were lucky to meet all these people. You met the kindest people, yeah. and you know I'm obviously there are some assholes, but I you know I would say that you didn't necessarily meet anyone kind. You met the average American. You met the average person who respects hard work. They respect that you're coming from a background that isn't the same as ours. And I think yeah. I think you probably could have gone to any city and gotten a job, and you would have met a Tommy. You would have met a Rob. 
you you probably yeah, would probably. have. And yeah, I, yeah, probably. I, yeah. I can say that, you know, obviously I love this place. But, but it's very hard to meet Angela, don't forget. Angela, well, Angela's another character. <laughs> hey, hey, what the fuck are you doing? Angela, relax. Hey, who fucking kicked those kids out? <laughs> fucking Angela. Go kick down the door. I, I used... I used... I don't know if I should say that, but whatever. No, we used to charge the kids. You, 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 you remember the the kids that used to come after nine and yeah. they didn't have a wristband. Yeah, yeah, we charge them wristbands. Yeah, yeah, they're underage. <laughs> they're drinking. Yeah, we'll look the other way. Buy a fucking wristband, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, dude, I always re- we charge for wristbands. Yeah. So I charged one night so many wristbands. When I came the next morning to him with the money, he got crazy. He told me, what the fuck you doing? Do you know that this guy's never going to come back here? But I told him, you told me to charge, He told me bro. to do like, it. <laughs> you told me to do it. I just did my job right. <laughs> I remember, I remember. I think it was like the day I met you. And that's what it was. Is Angela was telling me what to do. Tom, you're going to do this. You're going to teach Prince. I'm like, what's up, Prince? I'm Tommy. Go on. I remember he looked at you and he goes, and you, you protect Tommy. And I was like, yeah, all right. And I remember we went to like the third or fourth floor or something. And there are these underage kids drinking or something, right? And at the time, yeah. I was 24. Prince, you were, I think you must have been 22. I was, I was 21. Just 21. 21, okay. 21 by then. Yeah. But there are these fucking shithole kids. They're like 14, 15, just real assholes. And, you know, they're drinking. That's fine, man. I remember being young and drinking. And, was, and so I was trying to be, like, the cool adult. We went up there, and, you know, if somebody was drinking too loud, we'd go knock on the door. We'd be like, hey, man, we know you're drinking. We don't care, but you can't be loud or they're going to call the cops. And if they call the cops, you know, Angela's going to throw you under the bus. But if you just be cool, like, we'll be cool. And most people would be like, thank yeah. you so much, dude. You know, they'd hide the yeah. alcohol. We'd be like, dude, we know you have out. Al- it's yeah. fine. Just be cool. And they would all be cool. They'd, you know, we'd tell them to be quiet. They'd, you know, but I just remember this one kid. We opened the door. We're like, hey, man, like, we know you're drinking, dude. We want you guys to have fun. I remember when I was your age. I just, I want you guys to just, you got you to be cool, though. You're being really, really loud. And I remember this kid, look, he, he looked at me and he goes, uh, he, he, like, he, like, put two fingers on my chest and pushed me. He was like, I think you should shut. And I was about to say, like, I don't care. You're going to get arrested. Like, I don't give a shit. And I just remember Prince comes in behind me and he grabs him by the shirt and he just put him up against the fucking wall. And you go, I'll fucking kill you. And I was like, no. And I stopped and I looked at Prince. I go, Prince. And you go, Angelo said to protect you. I go, Angelo. I go, Prince. Prince, I'm fine. And you go, oh. And he took his hand off him. I go, Prince. And you go outside. You go, he told me to protect you. I was like, I, I remember I looked at you. I go, Prince, I love the energy. But not not that much. You go. I'm so sorry. And you go to the kid. And you go. I, you go. I'm so sorry. And the kid's like panting. And I go. I go. Hey man, Prince was just kidding. He's not from here. He's like, dude, we'll stop drinking. I was like, oh Jesus. And we were outside. I was like, Prince. I go, Prince. I just pull it back just a little bit. You're like, pull it back a little bit. I was like, all right, I love you. I give you a hug. And I was like, all right, we're good. But that's Prince. That's the immigrant mentality. I knock on the door. I say, stop drinking. And Prince is ready for war. But that is, that is the that's the mentality, man. And it's, and I don't, yeah, I don't to, say to that try story. To do... Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, I, I don't say that story in like a, in like I'm making fun of you. It's just like, but to me, that's a microcosm is you're given a task and you jump, you know, Angelo says, sell bands. You sell all the fucking bands. They say work, you work mm-hmm. until you can't stand. And Ellie and I have to go give you a piece of pizza. But I think that is back to what you said, outwork everyone. They're going to work eight. I'm going to work 16. And that is the mentality, and that's that's why I have so much respect and love for you, man. Is because, you know, that's what you did. I, I also tell that story because it's 
the statute of limitations is seven years and it's been nine years. We can tell that story now. You're not going to get in trouble about, you know, trying yeah. to kill a kid. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, man, that's, 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 I think maybe my fondest story of you is I'll fucking kill you. I was like, Prince, no, 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 no. No, but that was probably from the lack of English in general. And I think that I, too, know, absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, like I wouldn't use that words today. Like no, I no, 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 no. I, I, I never thought of killing him. Of you course, know no. I mean? of, like, oh, that, oh, no, uh, of course, no. That uh, much. Yeah. If I thought yeah. you were actually going to kill him, I fucking would have been like, Andrew, <laughs> yeah, you got to yeah, get rid of No, it was, yeah, it was, yeah no, it was, it was, it was your You know, English, like, it was a lack of English and, English you know, was like, severely killing, limited, yeah. You, you learned, yeah, yeah, yeah. You probably, you so, probably yeah. thought kill meant like, hey, stop it. And you're like, I'm going to kill yeah, you. And stop I'm, it, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, no, no, it, of course. Like, you, you, of you, you, course. You don't touch my friend. You understand what I'm Of course. I don't mean to make Prince sound like a murderer. Of course not. It's, it's, but I just remembered that, but it was just, you know, where someone else might look at that and say, that's not good. I look at it and I go, no. I love that. Is you fucking dial it up to eleven. You're given a task and you do it to completion, and that's. I mean, that's. That is why you are where you are, is because you just outwork yeah. everyone. Your English isn't as good. All right, work twice as hard. And to me, that's yeah. what's so inspiring. And you know, it's what it's what you said beforehand is, and when well maybe I didn't realize we're at, we're, at, we're at an hour, so we'll we'll kind of wrap it up. But is people here take advantage and take for granted what they have and that doesn't mean you shouldn't enjoy it it doesn't yeah. mean that you shouldn't enjoy the love and the, the the freedom of the united states but you do need to remember exactly what we have and that when people start saying this place sucks hey america's got problems it's got a th- health care is too much money there are too many shootings Everybody. of course there are but less problems than, than every anywhere other else in the world. And that's my argument yeah. always. We have problems, mm-hmm. yes. You find me another p- patch of land on this planet with less problems, I'll suck your dick. It th- They don't exist. And, you go to Venezuela. Yeah, exact, exactly. <laughs> and so that's, you know, that's... <laughs> yeah, right, Venezuela. Cuba. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's there are problems everywhere. You're never going to find a place without problems. And that doesn't mean we shouldn't try to fix those problems. But I don't think it is a prudent move to dismantle the United States because it has a couple of problems. Instead, we should look at it and go, it's pretty perfect, and there's still room but for improvement. How, how we can help to, to improve it? And even yes. the, the help starts from us, like from, from everyday people, the, yeah. from you that, uh, that have a couple of listeners yeah. that put something out there. Like, you know, like Elon Musk. Yeah. commented on your tweet yeah, like a couple yeah. days ago because yeah. that was because wild. of something you know yeah yeah you know what i mean like that's how it starts yeah and it's... i don't know like do you have a lot of politicians in this podcast and stuff like um, this like there's like two guys i have i don't have on a lot of politics I, I, i'm trying to this year i've tried to been steer i've tried to steer a little more away from politics because of i'm starting okay. to, i'm starting to realize People who have their beliefs and agree with me are going to agree with me, and those who disagree are going to disagree with me, and no one's going to change their mind. So it's kind of a yeah, waste of time. Yeah, how, but how, how, how do things change then? Like, what's the way of changing things? If they if they agree this way or they don't agree, where, where's the middle? Well, the middle, I, to I, me, the middle to me is instead having on guests and talking about it. Like we did earlier when we talked about Ukraine is far more yeah. valuable than having on a politician is to sit here and admit yeah. humility. And when you admit humility... Right. You can lead by example. If you admit to humility and say, I was wrong, that might I've had people tell me after a show, they're like, hey, man, 
you know, thanks for admitting you were wrong. Like that made me realize like, Hey, maybe I can admit I'm wrong or something. And when, when, when someone, when I admit that I'm wrong or incorrect and then you, the other person doesn't say, ha, I told you. Instead you go, yeah, that's fine, man. Let's talk. Everyone realizes it's okay to say I was wrong, but when no one's willing to say mm. I'm wrong or that I'm learning, we all put up these defensive barriers. We go, fuck you. I'm going to vote Trump. Fuck you. I'm going to vote Biden. We don't get anywhere. But instead, if you can yeah. talk, and to me, this is far more valuable than having on politicians, is instead just talking about the human aspect of it, right? Is, is you and yeah. I talking about sneakers and apples and wristbands. Mm-hmm. Like, you're going to find much more humanity in there yeah. than anywhere else. Yeah. And that's so... Yeah. Uh, and one thing I want everybody to know, like, Tom is one of the guys that teased me about mental health. Like, Tom is one of the guys that I learned most about mental health and he he gave me a, a signal that I need to know about mental health I need to 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 take care of my mental health and I think he did himself and I think I think what Tommy overcame in his life it's, it's just a blessing to me that I know him because it's a it's a example to follow so so you know like and and it's amazing no i just want everybody to know i don't know if other guys know you like i do in some ways but still i don't have the chance to watch all your podcasts i watch some of them sometimes no one can watch all of them you can't watch yeah you know yeah Probably Trish and your dad doesn't watch them all. Though. I think my mom watches them all. I think she's the only person that watches them all. Yeah, yeah, but, but in general, like you know, like this is this is what I'm thinking. Do you understand what I'm trying? Yeah. I'm thinking like, and you know, because mental health wasn't wasn't that popular in 2014, like in Kosovo, or I just didn't know a lot about mental health mm. back in 2014 and 2015 and 16, where I think he was going through a through a phase. That was the that was the worst for me. Yeah. So you and I became friends 2014 mm-hmm. and 14. Yeah. So my bro- I think 14, my- 15, and 16. How I saw it from Facebook. But it's the worst. I was the worst, and it's. Yeah. I mean, so my brother took his life in April 2014. Prince and I met that summer. I don't think we f- met in no May, May after May, like a couple days after May. Okay, so then no, yeah, but, I met no, you. Like, I met you like six weeks later then. So but yeah, that whole summer it still hadn't really hit me yet. I don't think I truly started to understand what happened to my brother until about that fall. So that's when all of the depression really hit me. And I remember you went back yeah. to Kosovo and you would call me and you'd email me. And I'd never pick up. And you were like, are you mad at me? And it was just, no, I was going through the work. And it lasted for like two years, man. I got, and I knew and I knew, but I never stopped calling. I yeah. never stopped texting. Like the idea yeah. was like, Hey, this guy is going through a hard phase because I could see that. Yeah. I could see that from the past, yeah. from everything, but I just wanted to, you to know that you loved and i keep texting and everything so i I keep i keep putting a a text here and then so you know and i remember my brother would tell me he'd be like dude prince is trying to call you and i was just i was just so fucked up and i was just so upset and i remember i just i didn't want to talk to anyone and i remember it was like two years Mm -hmm. later maybe three years later i think you messaged me and you were like you like tommy like you're looking a lot better and it was yeah you know it was um you know you you say it's a blessing that you met my family but no, man, I, th- I, th- I think it's an equal blessing that that I met you and I met someone who, you know, despite it being six weeks after the worst event of my life, then I meet someone who is so grateful to be here 
and you know i i, I you can you, you don't take my word for it you can go back through these episodes you'll find me mentioning prince probably on 20 separate episodes over the years of i um, didn't know that i never heard my name so I, i'm I've very mentioned glad prince, and i've so mentioned ivan yeah no i do ivan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know you used to talk a lot of uh, a lot about Ivan, Ivan when yeah. we met. So yeah. Ivan, I'm trying to get Ivan. I've been trying to get Ivan on here for a couple of years. He's a bodybuilder out in Vegas, and um, but the same thing, man. I really do look at it as a blessing to meet you guys. Is is you have instilled a a gratitude I have for this country that you know it's it's easy to forget when you're born and raised here. It's easy to forget. You take it for you, yeah, it's just what it is, and you forget yeah. that it for all of its problems, and there are many. It's the least problematic place in the world. And 100%. no, it's not perfect, but it's the best we have and we can improve on it. And I think that's the real takeaway from this. So, um, but Prince, we're coming up on exactly one hour. So let's, let's wrap this up. Um, Beautiful. I'll text you the episode and, um, please, I'd love to have you on again sometime, man. Hundred percent. I just wanted to. Uh, I just wanted to know if you remember when we used to listen to Albanian songs. To yes, you. yes, I yes. do. I do. Yes, I, in, I, in your car, in your Honda. Yeah, Honda yeah, Civic. yeah. No, I still have it. Honda Civic, still have it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, no. I had the Honda Civic when I first came in America. So. Yeah, yeah. Prince and I would drive around Ocean <laughs> City just blasting Albanian like EDM music at four in the Albanian morning. Albanian folk music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it oh, yeah. <laughs> was fucking great, man. I know. I remember. Yeah. I do remember one funny story is it was like you and I had, I think we watched, we were watching soccer at my parents' house and, and then we went and something we had dinner sandwiches. I never yeah, forget. Yeah. Pulled yeah. pull pork sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Nine years. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. Bro. And I, I remember we were going to work that night and Prince and I, we're, our job would start at like eight or 9 PM. So we're driving into ocean city at night and I remember Prince was so tired. So I was like, I was with, and we were with my little brother and we went to get some coffee and uh you know me me and him both got little coffees and you you were uh, i don't think you had like never been at starbucks before so prince ordered like three espresso shots or something and i remember you drinking them and all night at work you just weren't talking at all you were just shaking <laughs> you're, you're like I'm so, i was like prince that was like 900 milligrams of that caffeine that was crazy times that's great don't don't and anybody don't do that don't do that like, bad, <laughs> bad 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 but i just remember bad, prince was just, very bad he's like oh and I was like, you all right? And you were like, Ugh. I was like, you a little anxious? And you're like, and I was like, it, it's going to pass. It's going to pass, buddy. It's it's going to pass. <laughs> yeah. And I have to thank you today for yeah. uh, that you could keep up with my English that time. No, dude. <laughs> like, no, no, you, no, no words at all. No, no, man. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, can you please help me here? Yeah, yeah. No, that was, yeah. I, I knew that. I'd be like, dude, you need food. You'd be like, I don't know. I was like, when did you last eat? And you're like, Tuesday. I was like, it's Thursday. Elio was like, nah, I'm nah, a, nah, was like, I'm gonna go get him player. some. I'm gonna go get him some pizza. You were, just, <laughs> you were like, I oh, this is so good, and we were like, it's all right, man. Just take but, a seat. <laughs> I feel humbled. Yeah, no, dude, it's it's fucking great, man. But Prince, dude, from no, the, no, from, nice, the, from the nice. bottom of my heart, Prince, I love you, man. I always love you, and you, you know, you always have a place with us. And uh, it's a, it's a, it's an honor to call you an American, Prince. Thank you. Thank you, Tommy. I thank you very much. I thank all your family, and I want to thank every listener that took the time and listened to us. Like, sorry again for my English, oh, and shut, thank shut you, up. everyone, everyone, very, very much. Prince, your English, is, you, your English is beautiful. I'll hear nothing of it. Prince, I love you, brother. We'll do it again sometime. Thank you so much for your time. God bless America. Recording God stopped. bless Kosovo. Love you, Prince. Peace. <laughs>